0: If I shot at a black hole with a 12-gauge, would it die? In the year 2000, the Baja men made the song Who Let the Dogs Out, but where are the dogs now? Have they been found? Why were they let out in the first place? All of these questions you can find the answer to on this paranormal life. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Presumably we have done our jobs right and it is Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> It might be Tuesday at midnight, but the podcast is here and we are back with another week of Paranormal Misadventures. That's right. I'm your host for this week, Roy Powers. Joined by my co-host and professional paranormal investigator, Kit Greer. That's right. Thank you. Thank you. Kittles grittles as he's known in his home country the third uh, if you haven't listened to this podcast before every week we investigate a brand new paranormal case tale beast claim whatever it is and we will come to a conclusion as to whether or not it is true or it is false whether or not it is paranormal or just regular normal mm. i got a good one this week really i was researching this last night <laughs> uh
1: <laughs> also known as monday night borderline tuesday <laughs> i was I, uh, I i started this one off and i was like yeah you know it's it's a
0: it's a little story maybe there's some greys involved i'll yeah. spend a what, standard our standard time i'll spend you know 20 minutes typing up the bastard uh copy paste wikipedia choo, choo,
1: choo, choo, choo. what does it they say write drunk edit drunk write drunk edit hi <laughs> 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 discover it shit when you're sober have to do it again hi and hi read it drunk so the high stuff makes <laughs> sense and then you know started getting a little
0: later in okay. the night <laughs> i do must be getting real late and then you know you know typing out more research yeah the notes are getting bigger all of a sudden yeah this is building into you know one of the most complex uh, uh paranormal stories that i've ever researched jesus all of a sudden i'm thinking this bad boy is a seven part this is a, another podcast entirely <laughs> Listen. We need to sh- shut the paranormal one down and focus on this. <laughs> That's right. We're bringing an Audible exclusive series called <laughs> Diamond Pod. That'll make sense <laughs> later in the episode. <laughs> Without further ado, I present to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, it doesn't have a name. Wow. I'll call you it didn't uh, even give it a title? All right. All that calm writing. Calm down. I'll call it- I think it's called the Cash Landrum case. Okay. So I'll call it the Cash Landrum case. It's and I'll beautiful. add like a thunderbolt in there to kind of punctuate it. All right. Oh, that was a, that was a th- cobra, actually. A well, cobra? Kind of. I don't think that was a cobra. It's the lightning of the animal kingdom.
1: It just took me a second, but yeah, that's you got to know that's a big cat.
0: So let's get started. It's December 29th, 1980. And Betty Cash, Vicky Landrum, and her seven-year-old grandson, Colby... We're out eating at a restaurant in a small town in Texas. Beautiful. By the time they finish up their meal, it's already 8:30 p.m. Pretty late for a little 7-year-old Colby yeah, to be that's out.
1: Not even Colby honestly, that's my bedtime.
0: So they they paid up, left the restaurant, hopped to the car to head home. It's a quiet night, cold, but still as they drove down an empty road through the dense woods. They had no idea that this night would change their lives forever. The car was driving down the peaceful road. <laughs> what, I'm sorry? I not
1: stress enough how peaceful this road was.
0: The night still, still and peaceful.
1: Not a bird was honking its stupid little beak. Soothing jazz emitted from the radio. Soothing, but still jazz. Still smooth jazz played so low in volume you could barely make it out. <laughs> yes, there was a mild pile-up collision on the A4, but it was the most
0: peaceful collision you have ever heard. That small family of five died without
1: a peep. It <laughs> died the way they lived, <laughs> peaceful and still like angels at the hands of a night beast
0: it's a peaceful still night peaceful still quiet we've established that right or was it
1: okay (laughs) so we're clear it wasn't look
0: i had to set up the peaceful still night to juxtapose against the madness the the reality yeah okay (laughs) uh betty and vicky noticed a light glowing above the trees now their house was very close to houston international airport so obviously it wasn't okay.
1: unusual to see low flying planes coming in for a landing. Sure. Also could be the moon. That's another light in, in, in the night sky. Yeah, could stars. Be a, could be a firefly. The ISS,
0: the yeah. Interna- yeah. International Space Station. I really wish I hadn't struggled
1: <laughs> with that. Space <laughs>
0: Betty and Vicky didn't think
1: anything of it and continued driving down
0: the peaceful still road. The car followed the winding road deeper into the peaceful still woods and that's when they noticed, stop laughing because it's getting serious now. That's when they noticed. I can see that smirk on your face. You're going to feel real bad about yourself in about 20 seconds. Okay,
1: fine. What what peaceful and still thing is going to happen next? <laughs> You're going to regret saying that
0: because this actually gets pretty grim. That's when they, yeah, peaceful still. Sorry, I'm just kidding. Sorry, you... so it is peaceful. It's still peaceful now, yeah. It's still peaceful for the next couple paragraphs. <clears throat> so if you'll hold on a second. Just give me a, now I've lost my point peaceful still there's a whole chapter here called
1: the still one maybe if you uh hit apple f search by peaceful okay or still uh maybe you find where you 2100 hits okay
0: <laughs> the, the paranormal thing about this story is just how peaceful and still the night was they really freaked them out they're they just started screaming trying to break the silence like <laughs> the car followed the winding road deeper into the woods and that's when they noticed in front of them it was the same light they had seen in the sky This time, closer, brighter. This time, it was so bright, they had to shield their eyes. Whoa. As the craft came down, it looked like it split the sky in
1: two. Oh my, how bright is this thing?
0: As they got closer to the vehicle, neither woman could believe what they were seeing. It was a huge, diamond-shaped object hovering at tree level with a fiery burning glow emanating from the bottom of the craft. They could feel the heat coming off of it, even from inside the car. Vicky screamed, Stop the car! (laughs) Afraid that they would be burned if they got any closer, Vicky's seven-year-old grandson, Colby, starts crying. Obviously. Obviously. He's not only young, but he's a coward. He's terrified of what's in front of him. Vicky, who at the time was a born-again Christian, was so blown away (laughs) with what they were seeing she turned to him and said don't worry that's jesus
1: really he will not hurt really confident about that i guess if you like if
0: you are that recently a born-again Christian? So it's mm. like That's your full understanding. Yeah, you're of the going into
1: every situation loaded with the knowledge he's coming back.
0: Yeah, like the Amazon mm. dude is like delivering a package like, oh, Jesus! chip, <laughs> Je- <laughs> Burst through the door.
1: You need to sign here. He writes, Jesus. Uh, sorry, it's <laughs> something in my in my head. Yeah, you think anything is, is going to be the big man. Right. And I guess this is a pretty
0: majestic yeah. occurrence, you know? If he was going to come back. Flame and this, diamond. This could be it. This could be the way. Yeah, because, like, he's already done the chill thing, right? Where he died, oh, right. was risen, and then just when uh, Mary was in the field, he was, like, walking around in a robe, mm. and it's like, oh, um, um, who was that guy that uh, got buried in the tomb? She's like, oh, it was uh, Jesus of Nazareth. Yeah, it was really sad, actually, because I was a good friend of his. Mm. Don't you mean you are a good friend of his? <laughs> and she's like, oh, Jesus, no way. <laughs> like, what? what? It's yeah. crazy. You really had us all going there. Yeah. He's, like, done the chill one. Yeah. So now, like, next time he comes back, it's going to be, like, kisses, rock and roll all night,
1: yeah. like, bo- booming out of the clouds. Well, it's because, it's you know, he's he's up there, he's upstairs watching, you know, he's got cable up there, obviously. So yeah. he's watching TV down here and seeing what's going on. And he's like, holy shit, things have gotten very out of hand since I was last there. I think, you know, Kanye West is going on, on tour with, like, you know, all these, like, multiple stages you know, Slipknot out there. They've right. got like a rotating cage where they play the drums in. Got to up the ante. You know, um, they've got huge like LED screens at concerts now. People have seen a lot of uh, amazing sights. So I really need to, yeah, I need to up the production value of the whole Jesus experience. Exactly. And think about how crazy people go for bands and musicians like BTS,
0: mm-hmm. Korean boy band BTS. Right. Did BTS die for your sins? <laughs> no no so imagine how excited you're
1: gonna be when you meet the dude who did i like the idea of jesus being like these guys have so many followers like still not as many as me but like it's not quite a lot like and these guys haven't even died for shit yeah they're just like kind of pretty like they take selfies and they get millions of hits there's something
0: really funny about jesus being confused between religious followers
1: and twitter followers (laughs) He's so like, what the hell? These guys have 14 million? <laughs> he's, he's like on like Forbes list of like Instagram accounts with most followers 2018. Yeah. He's like, what the hell? I'm what, not even on this list. What is going on? I, I Surely I should be top five. My book is like a bestseller. Loading up New York Times bestseller list. It's not even on there.
0: So she thinks it's Jesus and she's told Colby that it's Jesus as well. Okay. Betty, on the other hand was still petrified yeah she thought about trying to turn the car around but she knew the roads were so narrow there was a high chance that they would slip off into the dirt shoulders and get mm. stuck so they're kind of pinned just facing this floating oh, diamond so you've got
1: a horror movie style Jack it into reverse flip your hand over the, the the seat look back through the mirror and just pin it as this like t-rex diamond like chases
0: you down the road. Vicky continued to comfort her terrified grandson. We're gonna die, son. but We're gonna go to somewhere better. Don't worry, Colby. Everything's gonna be fine. This is Jesus. He's not gonna hurt us. (laughs) Big fiery explosion from the craft. (laughs) I was wrong! It's not Jesus! It's the devil! (laughs) He's gonna gonna hurt us! It's kind of his thing! (laughs) A
1: giant circular saw comes on. (laughs) (laughs)
0: While Vicky continued to comfort her terrified grandson, Betty decided to step out of the car and take a closer look. Now, we've talked a lot about this craft and what it looks like. Yeah. This has been quite a popular case, and you'll go on to realize why it's become such a popular case. Okay, But that's led uh, to a lot of different artists and investigators doing their own illustrations, depictions of it. So I have some pictures of what... Uh, this craft allegedly looked
1: like Beautiful, that night, as described by those first-hand witnesses. Exactly. Ooh, well, this is a lot more sci-fi than I gave credit. So, in some of these images, it almost looks like a giant Chinese lantern that you might like, you know, light in the sky, but giant, and maybe crossed with a TARDIS, just like in the way that it's this massive metallic um lit up container just floating in the sky it kind of reminds me of uh you know those little green
0: diamonds that float above your sims yeah that's that's true Uh uh-huh but if flames uh shot out of the the bottom of them and melted like your sims head
1: yeah accurate pretty darn large it's hard to tell from the scale of these images but you know maybe a few times the size of the car itself um definitely some sort of craft i don't know if i am would think that is jesus based on the style of craft now that you've seen the ship you know it's kind of in a you know a brutalist kind of architectural style i don't know if that was jesus's thing it's not very welcoming actually now even when i look (laughs) at it yeah it's pretty industrial (laughs) i think also like once you
0: hear about the events following this encounter you're gonna realize very quickly it's not jesus yeah
1: we shouldn't get hung up in that first you know impression (laughs) i'm gonna
0: go ahead and say 100 It it is not Jesus. okay fine So Betty decides to step out of the car and take a closer look. As she approached the craft, she could feel the burning air around her. She stood there staring at it, absolutely mesmerized. Similar to the Travis Walton case, where these people who come across these crafts are just mesmerized, and they're kind of drawn Mm -hmm. to them, these beautiful Mm -hmm. sights. After Colby had calmed down in the car, Vicky left to join Betty, watching the object, both of them just staring there at this huge glowing diamond hovering in the sky. Betty said because the light was so bright, she couldn't see the exact details of the object, but she could describe the sounds. Mm -hmm. There was this strange beeping noise, and occasionally there would be a loud swoosh as flames showered downward towards the road. Wow. She said the whole area had a great sound, almost like a roar. After a short while, the craft began to elevate higher into the sky. Mm -hmm. Betty and Vicky decided this was a good chance to actually leave. Right. So they run back to the car. But when Betty reached out to grab the door handle, she screamed. Ah! The door handle was burning hot to touch. She had to wrap her hand in her coat just Mm. so she could get it open. Even on the inside, the car was roasting Mm. hot. Allegedly, the dashboard was even partially melted.
1: Good God. You know, everyone always wonders when a craft comes down to Earth, what technology is it using? And, you know, we don't have answers to that specifically, but, you know, these crafts always seem to... They never have, like, regular, like, Harrier jet engines or, like, helicopter... um, Blades? Helicopter blades to just hover there. They always have some next-gen... Physics and technology, next and, gen diamond fire, and <laughs> sounds like a great James Bond movie. Pretty much,
0: James Bond diamond fire.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I feel like I kind of sidetracked you there. Uh, and sometimes the accounts just seem to conveniently just hover there using some kind of unknown telepathic or magnetic technology. It's kind of interesting that in this one, that there is described in this account a byproduct of the actual crafts technology there is heat there is flames there is sound there is light um quite interesting it's a little bit more depth than we've seen from previous ufo encounters absolutely these are all
0: tiny little um parts of the description that will actually grow to form a bigger part of this story mm. so it's very good that you're picking up on these little details uh, early on because they will become uh, important later on in the story mm. so as they got into the car the craft continued upward into the sky Where was it going? Why was it leaving? That's when they heard the thunderous roar of engines in the distance. All of a sudden, a horde of military helicopters approached the vehicles, attempting to surround it. The chase carried on upwards into the sky, away from the women. Betty took this as an opportunity to get the F out of H. Wait, get the F out of T. Betty and Vicky drove home as fast as they could. Keeping one eye out the window as the glowing diamond craft disappeared into the horizon, along with the horde of military helicopters.
1: We talking Black Hawk?
0: Uh, we're actually talking about a very specific type of helicopter, which oh. will also be an uh, important. Which is a, I believe it's called a Chinook helicopter, hmm. which is the ones that kind of look like they're like double-blade ones. Hmm. You know those uh, almost like carrier. Oh, jet I know the ones. Yeah, ones? yeah. okay. They're sure. pretty like <clears throat> distinguishable from other types. of Absolutely. Yeah, that's not a black hawk. All right. They got home to their house. Quickly rushed inside, calming down little seven-year-old Colby, getting him tucked away in bed.
1: Where is Jesus? Uh, listen, uh, Colby. I'm sorry. I said it was Jesus. I got carried away. It's I not Jesus. Jesus. Absolutely.
0: You've said a lot of things of Jesus recently. I know
1: whenever the microwave ding last night, it was actually that the dinner I put in there was ready. It wasn't actually Jesus.
0: wasn't actually the second coming no. of uh,
1: Lord and Savior. No, it definitely wasn't. It was the second serving of delicious Chinese food. So I won't make that mistake again. So it's, it's fine.
0: Jesus, he's here! <laughs> that night, Vicky lay awake in bed, thinking back to what she'd seen. That giant diamond. What was it? Jesus a spacecraft so she is still thinking it's Jesus when all of a sudden she heard a crash from Colby's room she runs over Colby what's wrong Colby is on the floor vomiting everywhere oh boy he's screaming my eyes are burning
1: he's writhing around down there
0: he's writhing around he's suffering horribly then all of a sudden she hears Betty from the kitchen scream Vicky ran out to see what the commotion was there was betty standing in the kitchen holding clumps
1: of her own hair oh no this is what i was worried about yeah because when that thing's given off heat's given off lights given off flames what else is it given off exactly you don't know what range of the electromagnetic spectrum that is just being pumped out of there like loud music Anything that makes a diamond
0: float in the sky isn't going to be good for your 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 physical health. And a- anything that does anything magical is not
1: g- good for you. Right. Th- that's a little known fact about Harry Potter. The reason the book stopped at number seven is because in in book eight, his hair fell out and things went south. Okay. Magic was actually detrimental to the little children's health that's what they don't tell you when you sign up to hogwarts is hogwarts is where you will die why do you think voldemort from the witchcraft sanitation board was
0: constantly trying to shut down hogwarts you are exposing children To to these magic? To magic? Are you crazy? Are you mad? They can't even drive a car. You're giving them a little wand that can make shit fly?
1: Oh boy. Wasn't that the thing? Was like, all the kids with wands were just trusted to never say the spell that killed someone? basically right they were like oh uh there's a spell called
0: expelliarmus or heart of whatever it was whatever it was, it was yeah um it's like yeah but don't say it
1: ak47us <laughs>
0: don't say it because you'll you'll
1: kill it i know i just said it but i wasn't holding one that time so you can't say it at all and then you know the, the kids are in the hallway going like um
0: oh uh ron uh, wingardium leviosa making his pants like give him a wedgie you know all that kind of stuff yeah and then ron's like oh yeah real, real funny um, Wimgardium Shankus. And then he just... It becomes a blade and he goes at these kids because you should not have trusted them with magic. That is, oh, Those are the dark arts. <laughs> Similar to magic, anything weird and otherworldly is not going to be good for the human body.
1: You know, the human body is designed beautifully by Mother Nature herself to deal with the um, forces and threats that Earth itself can provide. So our bodies are perfectly adapted to the weather, to the temperature. Even, you know, to, if you flew to the Caribbean right now, you would get burned alive because like your body isn't adapted to that type of like intensity of heat and sun. Exactly. You know, and the same way if like, um maybe an Inuit in, in the Northern Territories of Canada came here, they'd be like, why is it so warm all the time? Let alone technology coming from another galaxy, potentially, and coming onto Earth. Our tiny little spacesuit bodies are not, adapted to whatever's going on out there exactly the aliens probably
0: breathe this stuff in non-stop yeah. and this will literally kill us yes isn't it like saturn that has just oceans of like methane liquid methane like poison basically poison right. oceans it's like that's <laughs> their water
1: yeah well i think venus is like that isn't it Cause like venus is like you know the temp it's like 150 degrees celsius like, just on the surface of the ground. Yeah, there's, yeah. like, tornadoes of cyanide or something. It's insane. I remember reading about one... You know, because this, this is why we can't explore space, people. Yeah. Earth is safe.
0: Earth it is, is a, great. It's a good little place that, yeah, we're ruining. But for the meantime, the party's great. And But then people think, oh, you know, well, th- when this party's o- over, we'll move on to the next one. What about this planet over there? There is a planet out there where every day it rains glass sideways. <laughs> the universe... Is not welcoming, people. No. We will die if we leave. (laughs) And we're... Hell, we're going to die if we stay. (laughs) So grab a beer and start fracking. (laughs) I really don't want that to be the the takeaway. Please recycle. Please, Please keep the oceans clean. And use those straws that don't kill turtles. If you listen to this podcast. I know people keep thinking like... I'm sure there's a reason why Mars is like the optimal choice because it's close and maybe it can be changed into like a habitable planet but it's not good it's It's still very unlivable it's way
1: worse like Uh, even if you made it there you can't walk out you'll still die immediately (laughs) yeah there's no atmosphere you will you will actually get radiation like poisoning in half of these places it's so bad from the sun so all of them
0: immediately have become very ill okay over the next two days Betty, Vicky and Colby would experience nausea Vomiting, diarrhea, generalized weakness, a burning sensation in their eyes, yeah. and feeling as though they were suffering from sunburn. Betty, who was the one who actually got closest to the craft, eventually had to be taken to hospital on January 3rd.
1: Uh-huh. I mean, I, I would hope after just a couple of those symptoms, she'd be going to hospital.
0: Well, I think, you know, it starts off slow. A little yep. bit of diarrhea, a little bit yeah, of Yeah, no big deal. Uh, then by the time she got to the hospital... Drink a Luco's aid, suck <laughs> it up. Aid sport... <laughs> Fairly by the time she got to the hospital, she, quote, uh, couldn't walk. Right. And had lost large patches of her skin and hair. Okay. I think that's when you call up Doc.
1: Yes. I get it, though, because, you know, whenever you're getting sick... You, you're you kind of in denial those first couple of days, aren't you? Oh, you're yeah. like, eh, I do a tickly throat, but you know, I did. I had a crisp last night that was particularly spiky, and I think it tore up my throat a little bit. So, you know, maybe that's why I've got a tickly throat. It's like, oh, I'm a little shivery, but I guess it's cold today. Everyone around you is wearing shorts. Oh, shit. Yeah. And then you realize you got a cold. You realize you're sick. You accept it a few days later. Exactly. You know, for her, she's like, you know, maybe I was already losing my hair. Maybe yeah, I was. I'm getting uh, up there. <laughs> yeah skin loss that's a thing you as know, well. I'm like I'm like you know twenty seven I guess I guess that's possible. I mean this actually happened to me. I stood on glass
0: and got glass in my foot mm. and then thought I'd got it all out mm. and walked on it for two weeks, I think before I realized one it wasn't getting any better, <laughs> and then uh, two, I almost passed out, Wow, and I was like i think it's still in there (laughs) and i had to go to the doctor he's like you have a massive piece of glass in your foot
1: you've had it there since you stood on the glass it's like twice the size of your foot it's bare it's like just the tiny like iceberg tip of it is like in your foot wow (laughs) cinderella had a glass shoe i had a glass foot yeah i was wondering i wasn't able to actually fit my shoe on around my massive glass (laughs) foot for the last few days it's like so what are you gonna do are you gonna
0: I don't know, surgery, take it out, gets a hammer. (laughs) Oh, right, just smash it out. Cool, yeah, I'm I'm glassless now. (laughs) Seven people walk in. Oh, oh! (laughs) Why were you all barefoot? Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest.
1: Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now... We're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com
0: slash ParanormalLife today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash (laughs) ParanormalLife. So I can understand not wanting wanting to go to the hospital uh, almost immediately. Yeah um there's something i think engraved in ourselves as humans that we don't want to be little cowards you don't want to be weak you don't want to look like the weak one in the pack
1: and you know for this lady uh little colby you know she's got to put on a brave face for her dependent child exactly so she's like listen we're all right don't worry
0: you told him it was jesus what is colby gonna think jesus does he's when your le- hair
1: starts falling out he's leaving the church for sure she's <laughs> ruined him for life
0: when did colby grump is like yeah I, I stopped um really being religious when uh jesus killed my granny <laughs> that's a pretty
1: good reason to not know. believe all, all the other kids are just like it's like yeah i just wasn't really that interested i feel like it didn't really fill any hole in my life he's like yeah also when you the flames and the diamond what <laughs> Yeah, you know, when Jesus, like, showed up with the flames and the diamond and the killed my mom and the, yeah. Melted my mother's face. Yeah. Uh, So, Betty is the one going through the really hard time. Okay.
0: Around this time, Vicky decided to call the National UFO Reporting Center. If anyone could help explain what they had seen and what was happening to Betty, okay. maybe it was someone at this organization. Okay, I actually have the recording of the phone call made that day. Really? Yeah. Holy shit! This is this who is who recorded it. This is one of the reasons why I think they record every phone call. Okay. This is one of the reasons why this is such a big case because it's so well documented. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna play that recording for you right now.
2: Yes, sir. This is this is man from Dayton, dating Yes. Uh, a bill come down and it was like fire was coming Uh me uh-huh. right ahead of us and we had to stop and we got out of the car and there was nothing happened to me but my eyes were burned but the Betty Cash that was with me that night not started coming and she had a real terrible head and so she's been in Blackview Hospital over two weeks I got out and she stayed two weeks and I had to put her back and all of her hair had come out The can't find out Exactly what, wrong when you wrong with her, they keep saying it could be real. So it's a possibility of love. But instead of her getting better, she gets worse. And could not have had anything to do with that thing that we stood and watched? Because we were supposed to know it that we felt a fire from it. How close do you feel you were to that? Uh, I'd be safe to say it wasn't more than maybe a block and a half from it. And I thought the war was coming to the end. I really did. I told my grandson not to be afraid that if he saw something coming out of it, that it would be Jesus. Was this a fairly large object? Yes, sir. Would it be larger than your car? Yes, sir. And did it land on the ground? No, yes, sir. It came down almost to the treetops. And then it went back up
0: and went to the light of it. And uh, we flooded twenty three helicopters.
2: What do you mean? I came mean, on 1960 over here. We counted to those helicopters up there, so there has to be somebody that knew about it. It was caused from that. I won't, I don't want her to die. I want her to get better. My name's Vicki Landrum, and her name is Betty Cash. and she's in Parkview Hospital. And one of the doctors believes that we that we might have got some radiation. And I mean, this is not a hoax. I'm not. To to okay, we're gonna do everything we can to help. Okay, exactly thank, thank
1: you. <laughs> that was quite hard to understand. Yeah, the, there's times.
0: there's parts of it that kind of dip in and out. I yeah, think the, the, the the quality of the recording is obviously very low. <laughs>
1: it was kind of like. Eyes are burning. <laughs> Giant craft. Jesus. I mean, you're getting all the important stuff, so it's, it's fine, true. Right? I'm glad we got that bit and not the peaceful, still woods. So I'm glad she said the 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 R word. That's what this seems to be happening. That they seem to have gotten an acute radiation poisoning. Um, for the folks listening at home, the symptoms of radiation poisoning are disturbing and bizarre. Exactly what's described. Burning skin, burning eyes, losing hair, nausea, vomiting, diarrhea. And the pattern of it, that, that it works is, can be weird as well, depending on the type of dose you got. Yeah. If you receive a fatal dose of radiation you can i think you initially become sick in the way that these people were you then can even recover fully for like two weeks and then basically drop dead after that yeah it's it's totally bizarre it's it's crazy i'm glad you're bringing that up because
0: uh when they were tested at the hospital the the test results implied that obviously each victim had experienced an incredible amount of radiation mm-hmm. poisoning uh and just to illustrate how bad it was Betty's personal physician, Dr. Brian McClelland, compared the level of radiation they were experiencing to be, quote, three to five miles from the epicenter of Hiroshima. You can't do this accidentally.
1: No, there are very few locations on Earth or very few substances possible that could have that effect on someone. You would have to be in a like nuclear power plant.
0: I've actually got a picture here as well. That is Vicky and Becky when their uh, story went public, a picture of them. So there's Vicky, yeah. who's the elder woman who made the phone call on the left. And then Betty, who as you can see, her hair is just falling her right out of her head. Falling out in patches, that's right. Uh, one thing I love about that phone call is the the certainty in which uh, Vicky speaking. Mm. There's one point where he's like, was it bigger than your car? And she's like, yes. Did it touch the ground? No. Yeah. Like, how many helicopters? We counted 23. It's,
1: mm. it's not yeah.
0: rambly. It's, it's someone who is
1: reciting very yeah it was a very very accurately quick and matter of fact phone call actually for the enormity of what happened (laughs) yeah i I think one of the sad things about it is she's just
0: quite worried and upset about what's happening to Mm -hmm. betty because all she she brings it up multiple times she's like someone needs to come to the hospital Mm -hmm. someone needs to help her she's not getting better she's getting Mm -hmm. sick this needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. there's helicopters so someone knows what's going on exactly the question i kept coming back to was let's say it wasn't aliens or the government or anything how would you even accidentally expose yourself to this amount of radiation if you told me right now today you have one goal get as radioactive as possible
1: I wouldn't know where to start. Jump in a sewer, start eating trash, hang out at a hospital. I don't know. Would you eat a battery? Does that help? (laughs) I feel like that would do something. Like drink a glow
0: stick. I don't know what radioactive materials are or how to consume them.
1: Yeah, and and like you say, there there is a very scientific scale of radiation exposure. And to get the kind of exposure that Betty received, you would have to probably take like hundreds or i I don't know hundreds or thousands of x-rays like you couldn't do it with one or two x-rays that's not how it works yeah um whenever i studied um physics at school we had like an option paranormal
0: harvard by the way (laughs) no it wasn't a
1: real school right well it was like this was actually before university so before um harvard paranormal i was like like uh harvard like pre-paranormal oh Um, preschool yeah and i did physics and uh, I had to do like for the end of the year of like my final year, you had to do like a little experiment. And I I thought it would be badass to uh, work with something radioactive. Um, Clearly very short-sighted sort of mentality um, that I wanted to work with the most dangerous thing. Was that available at the time? Yes. And no one else chose to do it, but they, yeah. I told my teacher, I was like, yeah, I, I want to do that. Yeah, I want um, uh, a huge supply of plutonium for this <laughs> school project. <laughs> and uh yeah, and then like a week later, um he's like oh we got the supplies in he produced a small wooden box um which was lead lined and it had a little clasp on the front and it had like all the radioactive warning symbols on top
0: oh my god
1: and he was like do not eat this i cannot stress that enough pretty much he gave me a form which was a a waiver that was like I, being 18 years old, like consent to working with this radioactive materials. It is not the uh, responsibility of Harvard Paranormal Preschool uh, for what happens to me. I'm happy to take on working with this substance. And I was like, all right, whatever, signed it, (laughs) open this box. And there is like a tiny little rock. And my teacher warned me, he was like, don't look directly at it. There's no way this is real. And there was tweezers accompanying it. You can't touch it. You can't look at it. And I just had to, so I was like measuring the effect it had on something or other, my brain or something yeah. like that. And uh, yeah. And I had to like carry it around with tweezers. I couldn't look at it. I had to just kind of look out of the corner of my eye, like where I was putting it. You had to look at it, right? Did you look at it? I mean, you look at it. So I saw that it was like a little rock, but like I do, you're not supposed to stare at it. Okay. Uh, and then yeah, I did my little experiments. I put it back in the box, closed the little box and now I'm infertile. <laughs> No, that last bit's not true. But, well, I don't know. It might be. But <laughs> but uh the point being, I had to sign a disclaimer. The school had to go through a special avenue of scientific materials to buy that tiny amount of a radioactive substance. Right. Even then, I was able to get in... I was able to basically handle it with just, like, a set of chopsticks um, and be around it. And I was completely fine. Yeah. So what kind of level of radioactivity were these ladies dealing with that just getting like what did she say what did she say it was a block away about a block and a half about away from a block it. and a half away and she got enough to put her into hospital
0: yeah almost killed her basically so after all of this the phone call the hospitalization betty and vicky told the police the military and everyone they knew about what happened that night but no one would believe them in fact when they did confront the military and local airfields desperately looking for answers, they said, "Look, there were no helicopters at all in the air that night." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were hard to get, I <laughs> see. Great. I don't even know what a helicopter is. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> they said, "In fact, no airfield in the area are even equipped with Chinook helicopters." Mm. Your story is is just not possible. So they're going above and beyond. But the, the dangerous thing about this is what you've done is you've gone from being uncertain about Betty and Vicky's story about a flying diamond to essentially calling them liars. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because you've gone from like, oh, I don't, I don't really know if what you saw was real, mm. and you've stepped that up to. That's impossible. You're Mm -hmm. lying because there's no Chinook helicopters. There were no helicopters in the sky that night.
1: It's kind of like if I had a like leftover sandwich. I had had extra, you know, extra dinner, and I was like, I'll just make a little sandwich for lunch tomorrow. Make it, put it in the fridge. I I wake up for work the next day. sandwich is gone. I go, Hey, Roy, did you eat a sandwich by any chance? You go, Not only. Was there no sandwich? We you not have a fridge that you could even keep a sandwich in? So what you are saying is categorically untrue. But then also, I've been affected
0: in front of you by the coldness of the fridge that does exist. So everyone is just denying anything ever happened. Yeah. Despite these physical implications, the story is kind of at a dead end at this point. Mm-hmm. Until, in the following months, as the story spread, Betty and Vicky realized that they weren't the only people who had seen something that night. Oh, snap. Before they knew it, other civilians were coming forward with their own stories. Off-duty police officer Detective Neymar Walker and his wife claimed that they had seen the bright diamond, and an oilfield worker on his way home claims that he witnessed it too. And most importantly, each witness also claimed to have seen a large group of Chinook helicopters. Dude. Someone is lying here, Kit.
1: Someone. (laughs) Whether it's the little boy, Betty, or the government agent. A
0: respected member
1: of the US military. (laughs) All I know is there's there's a lot of badges between all these people and only one person's carrying them. (laughs) And who is lying in this story,
0: Kit? Well, we'll find out on the next episode of This Paranormal Life! That's right. As I said in the intro this story was a little one that i wanted to do in one episode but as i researched more and more i got uh phone recordings interviews mm-hmm. video interviews mm-hmm. with everyone affected it just snowballed into this story that was essentially too big to uh squeeze into one episode i of think course. i would be in a dis- be doing a disservice uh to the to the investigation 100 i respect that and there's more to come there's twists there's turns there's evidence Uh, I'm really excited about this next episode. But for now, that's all that we're going to hear about
1: uh, in the Cash Landrum Diamond UFO case. This is an incredible story so far. This is already more evidence than we've seen in probably the last 20 episodes combined. Exactly. It's it's
0: very rarely that we get a UFO encounter that leaves some sort of physical footprint, let alone on the world, but on humans. And to have it all so well documented, um, because it was just so recent, is, is...
1: incredible could we be inching closer to a long forgotten yes on this podcast I don't wanna I don't wanna you know jump the gun here
0: but uh, I'm heading in that direction it's been a long time and uh, hopefully next week you users can join us on that peaceful still quiet road all the way to yes town
1: <laughs> peaceful still radioactive flaming flaming hot road to yes town So join us next Tuesday
0: for the conclusion of this investigation. Thank you very much for joining us this week. We will be back in seven days.